0: Welcome to FoxCast SLP, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. Talking how to ace your phone interview today with one of my colleagues at Fox Rehabilitation, Christy McCaffrey, Manager of Recruitment. Christy, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Jimmy. Thanks for having me.
0: Phone interviews, I feel like they've been a part of people's job searches for a long time, but I feel like just getting even more and more important in terms of um, that, that first interview anyway with the phone interview, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think even in new norm that we're living in, phone interviews and Skype interviews and things that nature are becoming even more Prevalent, so absolutely.
0: You never get a second chance to make your first impression is really, really important in the phone interview because typically phone interviews lead to in-person interviews, which then leads to the thing we want, which is that job. So the phone interview, really that first step. So you actually wrote an article recently that people can find online at foxrehab.org and you can find that under Fresh Fox Content. And it really was covering how to ace your phone interview. If you've got the qualifications, if you've got the skill to do the job, Ooh! don't let that phone interview derail you. So that's where you come in. You're going to give us some do's and don'ts because this is what you get to do. You interview on the phone physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech therapists, exercise physiologists to make sure that they're a good fit. So you see this from the other side of the of the phone where we're all wondering, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? And you're here to tell us what to do and definitely probably more importantly, what not to do.
1: Exactly. And I think the important thing is, you know, your, fo- your, your first phone interview is really with a recruiter who is handling all of these resumes and, and they're screening through them and they're the ones that are going to help you get that interview to the hiring manager. Nailing your interview the first time to get you a face-to-face interview with that hiring manager, the decision maker is really what you want to do. So it's really important to really understand the do's and don'ts to be able to get you in front of that hiring manager.
0: If they've made this list, my guess is you've seen these don'ts pop up more than once. This is not an accident that they landed on this list. But where do you want to start? The do's? We'll start with the positives and then make sure that people hang around for the the don'ts. What's first on your definite do list?
1: Sure. Uh, the first thing I would say is you want to prepare. You want to do your research on the company, right? You want to go into that interview, making sure that you have a, you would know what their mission, their culture is. You know, they've looked on their website, their social media accounts. You know, I'd hit on this before, you know, back in the day, you know, you you went to an interview and maybe you found the ad in the in the paper and didn't have a reference of what they did. In this day and age, there's no excuse for that. Right. You can find so much online about the company. So just really going in and making sure that you you know are prepared in that way, that you understand what the company does, what they stand for. That you're a cultural fit and just really making sure you pay attention to what is written on their website regarding their values and missions and being able to speak to that.
0: Yeah, you, you bring up a really good point, which is, you know, back in the day, and I don't know if we're aging ourselves, yeah. <laughs> jobs in the classified section of a newspaper, but before the internet and before access to information at our fingertips, maybe you couldn't find out as much about the organization, right? And maybe that's why that's mm-hmm. what you're doing at the interview. Now, there's really no excuse not to take 10, 15 minutes and say, hey, Am I a good fit for this organization? Is, is there a really good reason for me to be on the phone with this person? It just shows that you took some time and you were thoughtful, I think is the word that comes to mind a lot.
1: Yeah. And I think a common question that most recruiters ask, you know, what's interesting you about our company? Um, and you wouldn't believe how many people aren't able to answer that question. It's wow. just something that's very simple that many people just maybe take for granted. So just Absolutely, make sure you go on the website, understand what it is that they do, be able to talk about any news or recent events, and what attracted you to applying to that position. You don't want to come across as that you're just applying to every position out there. You want to highlight that you've chosen to apply for this position and why.
0: Yeah. Your second do really highlights uh, the first, but shows the two-way nature of an interview. Have some questions prepared. If there's something you don't know, this is a great way to find out.
1: Exactly. And there's nothing worse at the end. You know, do you have any questions for me? And someone's saying. No, I think you covered it all, <laughs> you know, and again, you might have questions that are prepared that get answered. And that's that's great. Um, but definitely come with a list of questions. You know, even asking, like, what does success look like at your company? What does a typical day look like even as something as, what are the next steps in the interview process at the end of your conversation that shows interest in moving forward with those um Next step. So, definitely having questions prepared, a list of them so you can, you know, if certain questions do get answered, that you still have some that you're able to ask at the end of it.
0: Third do that we'll cover, and the very three important dues, which is follow up with an email. It sets you mm-hmm. apart. It's the nice thing to do. Our grandparents taught us write a, write a thank you note. This is our first yes. thank you note.
1: Exactly, exactly. And again, one of those things just seems very simple. So I really think, you know, following up with that email, it really helps set you apart. So if it's a job that you really are interested in getting to that next step, send an email, thank them for their time, name something that you really enjoyed learning about their company. It really does, again, takes five minutes and helps set you apart and distinguish you from possibly other people that they've spoken to.
0: And in terms of a long play, and this is specific to Fox, is we go into different areas and different states. Actually, as we're recording this in uh, in mid-July, we just added Missouri. Uh, yeah. The United states we practice in, which is fantastic. But let's say you went for a position and you did really, really well. You hit all the do's and we're going to get to the don'ts. You avoided those and you didn't get the position. Someone else was a better fit. Following mm-hmm. up with that email and asking an open-ended question like you just mentioned, what can I do to better prepare my self for something in the future. You don't think Chrissy's going to remember you from that? that? 100%. Next- Absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's a really valid point, too. It shows that, yeah, you're you're still interested. Okay, I understand, might not have gotten it this time. What can I do better? And not only for that position, but possibly future positions for other types of positions, you know, learning from
0: that. All right, so that's the do's. You, you got to lock those down and make sure you're doing those things. And that's three. And again, you can find all these available in uh, and more in Chrissy's article online at uh, foxrehab.org. Now, the one I think everybody wants to pay attention to, and I'm sure when you when people find out what you do, it like dinner parties and barbecues they go okay what are the things I definitely shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. I want to think from where do you go first
1: number 1 do not talk badly about your current employer no matter how tempting it is you know it really could it just doesn't look good and it really could raise doubts that possibly you might be the problem sure. I mean you weren't um you know obviously any job nothing's perfect but you don't want to focus on the negatives you can always turn up a negative into a positive and talk about what you're looking for. So instead of, you know, talking about how inflexible your boss is and you know, they they make you do this and that, possibly looking, you know, why are you looking to leave and turning it into well, I'm really looking for a job that allows me to be flexible with my time rather than focusing on the negative. It just is a huge turn off to any recruiter. Definitely my number one thing to stay away from.
0: Yeah, I, and a lot of times the uh, the metaphors of of dating uh, comes up with uh, with job interviewing. It's like, listen, yeah. you gonna talk about your ex? Like, right? yeah. <laughs> like absolutely not. Yeah, it shows a lot of it shows a lot about you avoiding that and turning that negative into a positive, as you mentioned. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, second up uh, on your do not list to do mm-hmm. during what do you recommend? It has to do with money.
1: Yeah. Don't ask about compensation. Now, it's okay to ask about the range, but don't start negotiating, right? You haven't interviewed yet. You want to make sure that you are even a fit for the job and get in front of that hiring manager. Really negotiating with the recruiter about a salary is not the best place to do that. So it's okay to ask about the range. You certainly don't want to interview for a position that you are, you know, way off in range, but negotiating and getting, you know, to the nitty gritty is not that time during that first interview. Yes. And it really, it, you know, demonstrates to the recruiter that m- you could, you know, just looking at that one piece of the job is the most important. And I don't think you want to com- come across with that.
0: Compensation is something you should talk about, but the phone interview is really early in the process. Um, mm-hmm. So probably not a good time to bring that up. It, sh- it probably shows your focus is somewhere else.
1: Just not the time to do it. It's important to know the range, making sure you're within that, but um, getting down to the nitty gritty, save that for afterwards.
0: Perfect. All right. Your final do not on your do not list for phone interviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you got there, Christy?
1: Do not multitask. You want to stay focused on that interview. And again, seems very common sense, but you know, when you have someone that you're speaking to, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I was distracted. Can you tell say that to me again after you've you know given them a three-minute spiel about the company, it, it, it can be very frustrating. You want to feel, you know, that you really have their attention, that they're focused on you. So, you know, make sure that when you set up that time, that you are in a quiet space, there are no distractions around you, and you're able to devote that time. Um, to the recruiter, to the person that you're speaking to.
0: Um, the way I'm looking at you right now on the screen as we record this, as you smile when you say this, don't multitask, give the the person, you know, the phone interview your full attention. This tells me you've seen this happen before.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> and, you know, we we get things happen. And, and again, in this world, if you have, you know, three kids running around your house and you have a phone interview, sure, those things are going to happen. But as much as you can, really, you want to stay focused on that interview. You know, most phone interviews are not going to last more than 30 minutes. So if you have children, maybe get someone to come over to watch them. If you know possible distractions that often occur in your house, just really helping to avoid those distractions and setting that time to make it a priority um, will really not only benefit, it really will benefit you too as you're learning about the position.
0: When your focus isn't on doing several things at once, it shows that, number one, this is really important to you to find out about the organization. And again, nothing about a job so far. This is really exactly ring both ways. And that's really what I took away from your article. And, again, check out the full list of the do's and the don'ts available at foxrehab.org. Um, Christy, we have a tradition on the show. Are you ready for it? Oh, geez. It's your Fox tail. So we ask everybody, you know, you work in recruiting and finding great PTs, OTs, SLPs, exercise physiologists to work with older adults. You know, you could do this in a, a bunch of different industries. Why do you do it with Fox?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I love the culture at Fox and I love that we believe in the strength of our older adults. And it's something that I find so empowering and something that I honestly, before I worked for Fox didn't give much thought to, but now, you know, I just love what we stand for and everything we do to help the older adult population to stay active and to live their best lives. You know, there's no reason you need to stop living um, your best, you know, as you continue to age. And it's something that I hope, you know, when I'm 89 years old that I'm still out there staying fit and, and, and living a healthy lifestyle. And I think, you know, everything that we do really helps support all of
0: that. Love it. So if someone uh, were to be on a phone interview and, and they would reference your foxtail from this podcast episode, that would show that they took time and they really focused on the message behind Fox. You're not going to find that uh, all the time, just maybe in a job description, you're going to find some basic information, but looking into the organization, maybe asking that very question, Hey, why do you work f- for this organization. What, mm-hmm. what drew you in? It's going to show you're paying attention and you're thoughtful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: culture is something that every company takes so much value in now. You know, even if assessments of making sure that you're a cultural fit before, you know, interviewing and, and how, how well of a match you are with that company. Cause it's, it's, a, it's important on both ends. It should be important to you as a job seeker, as well as the employer. Definitely you should look into, and it's something that is on every single uh, website at this in this day and age for sure. Most companies even have a, a page dedicated to their culture and what they believe in. So certainly yeah. thing to check into.
0: Christy, appreciate your time taking the uh, the effort to to put these do's and don'ts. And again, more available than we just mentioned today at foxrehab.org under Fresh Fox content. Again, the title of the article, How to Ace Your Phone Interview. Short, sweet to the point, it's exactly what people are looking for. Uh, so Christy, thanks for doing that. And thanks, thanks for talking to us today. To
1: thanks, Jamie. SLP.
0: It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great health care. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.